0: This is episode 137 of the Fearless Launching Show and today we're speaking to Art of Becoming a Coach creator, Hillary Rubin. She talks to us about one of the biggest challenges new coaches face and that is knowing exactly where their worth is, where their value is. And we're going to dive into that with a very simple, straightforward way to figure that out. I'll see you on the inside. Hi, I'm Ann Samoilov, and I've helped some of the biggest online entrepreneurs and business owners have successful six and seven figure product launches. By working in the trenches offline to produce movies, TV shows, video games, I've discovered so many different ways to launch creative ideas. And the question is, do you have to copy what your guru says in order to have a successful launch? Do you have to use their done-for-you system in order to have success, in order to achieve your goals in business? I say no. This is the Fearless Launching Show featuring myself and an ongoing cast of characters, friends who join me in discussing business, launching, life, and balancing it all and having an amazing time doing it. Let's get into today's episode. Hey Hillary, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to dive into our topic and to just catch up. And I know that you you feel the same way, but this is our sick little excuse to just get on Skype and just jam <laughs> about jam about business and different topics. So, I love it.
1: I'm really happy to be here um and being able to talk with you that's the only reason I'm here. well, not really, but you know it's cool to be able to jam and be focused on what we're jamming about, and then everyone gets to hear and um and get the goodies, so yeah, I'm really excited to dive in we
0: took our we took our normal rant slash jam sessions out of Voxer, which by the way, did you <laughs> notice it was down yesterday? There were some issues with Voxer. It wasn't sending messages. It was actually a real thing. Yes, I did Um, see. I literally was losing my mind that I couldn't send boxes to my assistant. I was like, Amanda, I can't talk to Amanda. What's going on? Um, So anyways, we're here on Skype. We're making this official. Um, Why don't you, before we get into the topic that we're going to chat about today, why don't you just share a little bit about, you know, yourself and what you're doing and what you're up to right now?
1: Cool. Sure. Um, so I'm, I, you know, in this evolution of what I'm doing right now, well, um, what kind of work do I do? Right? Like, what do I do? Like, how do we define ourselves? Right? And that's such an, that's a whole nother topic, right? Cause our, you know, as entrepreneurs and, um, and whatever other labels we put on, it's like, we can lose a sense of self and then go, well, who am I? What do I do? And like, you know, cause like we all go deep, everyone listening to this, like, what problems do you solve? Blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, ah, you know, and it's like, where's the person in it? So so um, what do I do is uh, I'm I, if I put a label to it, I'm a spiritual life and business coach and I say spiritual so people know that I'm going to be a little woo. That's like the only point that I put it there because people are like, I got to have the right title. And um, and we even see like big, you know, big names when they get on big stages. It'll just be like a life coach. Right. It's kind of interesting. Uh, and I'm a, men- I'm a mentor for coaches and I'm a coach trainer. I mean, that's really what I do is I help coaches uh, or people who are looking to become a coach, find out what is truly unique about them so that they can really leverage it. And, and my trainings are pretty much a hybrid. So it's between like the inner development stuff and also the business stuff so that we save some time in like year it happening over many years. So you're starting at a whole other place. So that's essentially what I do in my coach training programs called the art of becoming a coach. Uh, very importantly, because I believe coaching is an art and not a science and that we're always in a space of becoming more of ourselves, becoming next versions of ourselves and in this place of evolution. So it's very much alive. And I love uh, that. yeah, so that's kind of what I'm up to. I mean, I'm up to, uh, you know, in, in my work of training and uh, creating different offers and different things and i um, and looking how I can, you know, the landscape for everything that we do, there's more coach trainings out there. There's more coaches out there. There's more launch strategists out there. There's more everything. Oh my gosh, you're so you're
0: I'm so sorry. But like you are like when you first were talking about like the inner and the the kind of external parts of becoming a coach. I feel like I was like, wow, this is why Hillary and I mesh so well, because it's the same thing with fearless launching. It's like, I'm always thinking about that okay, well, that strategy is nice, but actually how, like beyond the, the checklist, there's more stuff behind that that actually has to happen in order for that to actually be real and to to actually see the light of day. So I definitely am in that same kind of, I'm always looking at that, well, what's the block here? Why am I not finishing this webinar setup or whatever, whatever the case is? So I love that. And I also love that, you know, that I really do think that this, and I'm, I'm, I'm just jumping in and I'm sharing because I know this about you, but from the outside, I've watched you be super successful just as a coach first. And then I saw, I, I mean, I just loved watching the evolution of the art of becoming a coach. And I think that it's so, it was like such a logical, organic, it just, Kind of made sense that everything went in that direction.
1: So now looking back, it kind of does. But then if I go even further back into the timeline, it does because I love to teach. If I look at my purpose, you know, I love to teach and I love to create and I love to inspire, right? Those are the three things that I see as my purpose. And it doesn't matter in what, what I'm doing, right? Before this, I did yoga before this, I did fashion, you know, so I always was doing it. And, and it's like, we do have the things that we always do. And I think we forget them. Yeah, um, it's, hard it's hard to see. It's hard to see that kind of thread. It you know, it totally is. It's hard to see any of it. I mean, I was sharing with you before we even started. You know, I'm working with a branding. I mean, that's a big thing right now. Is I'm working with somebody around branding, and I'm working with someone around messaging and marketing. And I've never really hired someone for that specifically. I did programs, you know, and so I'm bringing that in as a coach that I've hired. And, um, it's interesting because it's having, you know, she said to me, um, and I don't know if she says this just to get clients. And I don't think she she's like, you have a really great reputation. And I was like, what? like I do, like, I don't know, like, I don't know, like, you know, I don't know what, I mean, I just do what I do. Like you just do what you do. Those of you that are listening, you just do what you do. And at a certain point, you, you just, you get busy doing what you're doing that you don't really know necessarily how you're affecting other people. And you don't know
0: any other way. You're in it. Exactly. You're, you're just being you, you're supporting, you're, you're helping people get through different, whatever that thing is that you're solving. And so when, yeah, when, when that kind of feedback comes from the outside, not even just from a specific person saying, oh, thank you for this email, or thank you for this blog post, or thank you for this. But someone who says, you've got a good reputation. That's really what, like, wow, I, clearly don't see myself if I just had that reaction and I know that that's kind of what that I I mean I think that you do an amazing job and by the way this is not going to be a back and forth like you're so amazing Hillary but you are (laughs) you're some no no you no, you um (laughs) that that seeing yourself really clearly is kind of like where it all starts of course and um I mean I was actually when 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 you left that Vox message for me, I was thinking, I'm like, gosh, you know, that really kind of goes, I mean, once you can see yourself clearly, you see like what what you're able to support people in, then it like just opens up everything, like the voice that you're using in, your, in a blog post, in the way you show up in all places. Yeah. Um,
1: what yeah, do you think so about that? Well, it's vulnerable. I mean, I'm just saying it's like, listen, nobody has it all figured out. The big names, whatever they are, you know, the people that we look up to or that we learn from, everybody has areas to grow in and develop and evolve. and. And and it's a vulnerable thing sometimes to even say for myself like hey I just hired somebody to help me with this and I think that a lot of it for me because my personality is like I gotta figure it out myself like that's I'm an autodidact and even you know like even when I did my yoga podcast originally like I have a yoga podcast podcast from 2006 on um, and I did and Elsie Escapar from She Podcast she was the person was like, dude, you got to do this, dude, you got to do this. I was like, podcast, you know, and I'm so glad that she stuck with it and does what she does. But it was really interesting, because I just figured it out and had like this whole ghetto setup, like nothing was like, (laughs) you know, because it was just my like, figuring it out. And, you know, yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if I even answered the question of like, no, I mean, no, I mean, I just think it's an important thing to think about. It's important to, well, I mean, reputation is really important. And I know the people that I admire that are my mentors, and they have a good reputation, and they did a lot for their reputation. And it is important for all of us, right to look at what we're like, what we're bringing to the party and how we're showing up. I mean, why do we buy the products we buy? Why do we, why are we interested in the things that get launched? Why are we, what do we, why do we pay attention to what we pay attention to? Um, It's because there's good reputations. And we've seen recently stuff with United Airlines, Pepsi, like brands that like completely trashed. Um, I don't know how good their reputations were, but those guys pretty much like They've got work to do, right? Like, you know, and and everybody kind of jumping on it, like Southwest Airlines, like we beat our competition, we don't beat our pay, our passengers, they jumped on it, right? Like, so it's an interesting thing, um, because now, yeah, it's nice when someone says, oh, you have a good reputation. And really, in some senses, that person saw what I was doing from a different lens because it, we do get stuck in what we do. And sometimes we don't think what we have is special. We don't think we don't want to get out there and launch. We're like, oh, it's like everybody else's. Well, I think that like
0: in in this kind of conversation really is like you having to kind of see yourself alone, be like and, and you know, I think that some of my coaches and teachers have have really said you've just got to believe in what you've got, first of all, but then you also do like as much as comparison is not a place where you really should visit that comparison island, you really do need to see yourself as part of the bigger conversation. Like you said, there's tons of launch related programs. I mean, I still struggle with this. I'm like, okay, there's another person telling their launch story in an, in a blog post. So where's the value in what I do? I do think it's important to ask yourself those questions and. Because otherwise, you're just going to be going along and, you know, other people are going to be asking that same question before they work with you. Like, what what's so stand out about this person? So you have to be willing to be like, you know, stand alone on your own. How do you see yourself? And then I think also part of that bigger conversation of whatever conversation you're in, like coach trainings, like coach, like people who teach coaches, like you know where you stand in amongst at least generally the landscape yeah yeah
1: the you know when you said like stand alone it makes me think of the farmer and the dell because of my son and we sing it and at the end it's like the cheese stands alone the cheese stands alone and it brings me up like this childhood memory that I never wanted to be the cheese when we did it in class because then you're like standing there and I remember like being there everyone's like the cheese stands alone and I'm just like, but maybe that was the I moment around, the like, I, can, I don't want to be the cheese. But in some sense it's like, you are the cheese, right? Like everything happens around you and you're the cheese. the cheese stands alone. And, um, because the mouse brings the cheese. And then it's like, well, that's what this was all about. Like all of that activity and all the things that happen from the farmer to the wife and all that. And I, I'm getting in like this thing was, so like the cheese could stand alone because like, and, you know, and, and, and it's an interesting thing because, there's the fear of that. And then there's the beauty of it to kind of look and see, well, what is it? What is my beauty and my greatness of when I am alone, right? And and how can I be confident and go, yeah, you know what, and be self, uh, self-reliant, and also kind of be human and, and self-aware okay who is the, we are and self-aware. Yeah. yeah. So, totally. so question,
0: like, how do you then start to, I mean, obviously, you really have to, kind of see yourself, you know, how, how do you think you can, like, what would you say to someone who's like, I have no idea what's going on here? Like they, maybe they, maybe you can just tell that they don't have a really good sense of themselves. What would you say to like someone who you're like kind of sensing that whether they even, whether they ask you like, I don't know who I am, or you just go like, you don't really know how great you are, do you?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like what's special about me and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, in, I just want to pull it back a little, because I believe because everyone that's listening to this has an online business, supposedly, most likely, or you have a business that you want to go online and you're learning about launching and you're learning about, you know, and and launching is a big thing, right? From movies to new products to programs like it's it's essential because you're always you're getting things in front of people, you're launching, like you're, you're, you're going through motions because you're having a sale, right? Every week your supermarket is launching, right? Or they're featuring something because they have an overabundance of blueberries and now, you know, what. and that's like one of my things. So for me, the first thing is this, is to always remember when somebody is in business, period, from business, um, and even maybe just in life, is that your real purpose isn't like what you think it is, right? Like, what's my real purpose? Oh, I'm a yoga teacher. Oh, I'm a um, VA or, oh, I'm a copywriting. Whatever it is that you do is your real purpose is that you're a resource. You are a resource right now in your life. Somebody in your family, their car breaks down. They call somebody they know because someone they know can either fix the car, um, can give them a place to go get the car fixed, they're looking for a resource, and this is something that came really clear to me. It was like you're a resource, so people come to you for something. People ask you for help. People turn to you because they see you as an authority. And authority is a, is might not be the right word, but it is like you're the person that they go, you know more than me, which is a which is authority or the dreaded word expert. But you're the person, right? If something breaks my husband is the person that I go to. <laughs> and he hates it. I've gotta fix everything. The toilet won't flush. <laughs> no, I break everything and my son breaks everything and we just keep tape. And um, you know, he's the person doing the car and doing those things. And I'm just gonna say on a personal level I'm the person if somebody's shopping for food and wants to get a certain thing, or I know where to get certain stuff, or fashion, or like there's certain things that I just am in the know of, so to
0: speak, right? Like you, you actually know, I, I'm going to tell you, you're a resource for like supplement brands. Brands. Right. Like Which you seem to know them
1: which actually comes from a resource, which is my Chinese medicine doctor and other people that are my resource. So do you see how that goes? That I have someone that I go to, to get that resource, right? This is exactly. You vet the resource. (laughs) I have my resource, which then I become your resource. What do you think everybody else is doing in business? They have their coaches, they have their trainings, they have the things they've learned. Right. But then they may be taking it to another level or bringing it and delivering it in another way. So it doesn't mean that because the person I'm going to, you may never interact with. It may just not be the person for you. It just may not be necessary or needed. So I know a lot of the times people feel like, but I am only regurgitating information. To a certain point, we are in the beginning, but then there's nothing really new anymore. It's just being re, you know what I mean? From any program. product that's out there. It's not like, Oh, there's a new water. Okay, what is this new water doing? There's water. You know what I'm saying? It's water. At the core, it's water. And whether it's alkaline water or this water or everyone wants to create the next new thing, hybrid or whatever, it's all going to go back to some source that it came from, right? So that's the cool thing. So the first thing is looking at your real purpose is that you're a resource. And and that gives me some calm. I, I don't know about you, Anne or anyone listening is, oh, that's what I'm doing, right? I'm a resource. That's my purpose. Then you're basically going, I would be like, all right, well, now that you're a resource, let's look at the conversation that you're having. What is it that people are coming to you as a resource for. And it's fun to do it on a personal level, because it doesn't have the same pressure, right? Because like, all of a sudden, we look at business, we start like sweating beads and anxiety comes because it's like, I got to get it right. And perfection comes in. So it's always fun to kind of go, yeah, I'm a refract. I- I'm really good at this. Like, I always know how to get that. Because it's nice to get the validation to see what you are, um, and what conversation you're part of. So for me, I mean, you Anne, you're part of the launch conversation, you're part of right from the launch essentials, but you're also part of the white space conversation. And you're part of, you know, kind of like that inner game, finding space, getting, getting that and also like team building, like there's different conversations that you're part of, which is under this umbrella of what you do, that you're the go to person for that.
0: Yeah. I mean, I love, I love this. Can can I just tell you that like regarding the resources and that you, you know, you obviously got a resource from someone and are passing it on. I just want to say that in itself is a really illuminating kind of exercise I think you could do. And just think about the things that, you know, like, like as you help people, I would think, where did I learn this? And kind of, I love, I'm like a genealogy freak. So I'm all about like tracing things back. And this whole idea of being a resource came up for me recently working with a client. And I was just like, wow, that's where that came from. And that's what I did with that resource. I I did change it. But it's actually quite amazing if you really start to break down what you share with people, how you show up for people and... um, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of a weirdo like that. I love to kind of figure out like, what's the uh, what's the origin story?
1: Sure. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of like a mind map, you know, and I get it. But it's like when you look at the conversation that you're having, which means the things that you like to talk about. And for me, it's coach training, right? It's it's personal development, because like, I don't agree with a lot of the stuff that's out there. And that's part of the evolution because it's like the inner and the outer game. And I am part of the business entrepreneurial conversation, right? And, um, and now, and so the different things that I talk about my podcast, you know, if, if I look at it, it's like, well, what are my resources? So I know the conversation I'm part of. Now, this is the little secret, you guys. So lean in and hear is when you might want to go in a new direction or maybe there's something that you're like, Oh my God, I really love this. And this might be something that might be my next little thing I do in my business. Um, so for me with coaches, someone's like, I want to be a confidence coach. Okay, cool. Google it. Google the conversation confidence coaching or Google the conversation, Christian women's coach. Google is our friend and you Google it and you go, Oh my God, all these people are talking about christian coaching or all these people are talking about anxiety or depression or launching you're going to or coaching trainings then you read what their philosophy is what they're bringing to the conversation so you can see if you agree or disagree and now where what do you bring to the conversation and i do this with clients all the time and someone was saying like i'm a multi Multipolentolite or whatever is the way you say it. Like you're basically a multi a Am I saying it right? I have sounds- never heard that <laughs> word. <laughs> yeah. Multipolental. It's basically someone who's multi-talented. Okay. There's a word for it. Um, and then, and there's a whole movement of how to do it. And there's coaches that coach on this. Okay. And when this person said, well, this is what I am. And I said, well, look at the conversation. What do you agree? What do you disagree? And, and the green and a disagree is great because then you look and see what you're bringing. And then at the third place, I'd be like saying to that person, okay, cool. Now you got this. Now you got this. Now let's look at what kind of resources would you like to give, Right. Do you right now we're on a podcast." This is a resource, right? We're looking at a Facebook group. Those are resources. Blog posts are resources. Opt-ins, checklists, toolkits, video series. The stuff, the free stuff are resources. Books, right? And and then it moves into the higher paying ticket things of, but it is, it's building on it. And I'm a big fan of whoever you're going to work with to learn everything they know before you hop on to working with someone else. Because what happens is you have too many conflicting resources and then you're conflicted and it only keeps you, it's just not, it's not the best route to go. It doesn't
0: serve you at all. And I've, you know, I've had people go through my programs while they were either coaching with someone else. And I, and I was really always clear, this is a weird thing that just happened actually like last fall, someone said, hey, I'm working with this person on this, this, and this. Um, Should I, is it going to kind of conflict with my coach? And I'm like, I have no idea. But I would say, you know, you hired that person. Focus on what they're giving you. If you want to join, you know, the program, that's fine. But go to them first, like, because nothing, they're, they're, they're kind of giving you their perspective, their resource curriculum or whatever you want to call it. So go through that completely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally, I love that.
1: Yeah, and it's important. That's why like what I teach and my training program and everything that I do comes down to the basic of what's your philosophy and what do you believe in? Because everyone's like, I need to know my why. Well, let's just look at what you believe in and what conversation you're part of because I know like what I believe and what I know in business or my spirituality or my health or relationships or anything It's evolved. It grows. Well, I think also out of
0: belief, like if you can, if you can figure out what you believe in, the next question is you can just ask, well, why do I believe that? And why, or why do I need to believe that? Um, And I think you can get to your why that way,
1: but it is, it's hard
0: to come up with that. It is hard. Even, even myself, I say, I guess what a lot of mamas say, I'm like, my why is Mila. And she is one of the whys, but I've had to actually dig a little bit deeper, but why is she my, why
1: is she my why? <laughs> so you have to just well, go deeper. Well, I guess it's, yeah. I mean, it's like the things that motivate us. A lot of what's our why is our motivation, right? Right. And so that's like, if I'm dealing with someone who's like, I don't know, it's like, okay, well, let's just break it down. Let's have a little bit of fun about it, not get so serious about it, be playful and shake it up because there's so much available to us. And so, you know, there's just so much. And that's why then you see when you can see yourself as a resource and you're looking at what you're going to create or what you're going to launch, right? Like, well, what makes sense? right? When you're doing launch content, all the stuff that you teach. So yeah, I mean, the resource, the
0: resource part is huge, Hillary, because I think that if you stay in that place of what am I bringing to people? What kinds of what other what ways am I supporting people? Um, You can also question your content if you're not sure if it's right or not. You could say, is this really me being a resource? Or am I just preaching? Or is this really something someone can learn from me?
1: Well, it's an interesting thing, because I know both of us have worked with similar coaches. And I know I have ideas that aren't necessarily connected to goals. And I've had to pull back and go, why am I doing this? And what's the reason? And some of it, like, I remember I did a love and forgiveness challenge, because I really wanted to do a challenge. And I never did one. And I was like, I'm just going to do a love and forgiveness challenge. And it was an amazing challenge. And we did it on Instagram a couple years ago. And, and I got to look at that content to see how I can repurpose it and rework it. Because I think there's some some really good stuff in there that's actually would be helping with coach training, right? I could like, how can I bring this in and actually have this there? Because they're tools, right? It's essentially tools that I put together um, that, was helping, that were helping me and I wanted to be a resource for people to love and forgive themselves. And now when I look back at it, it's like, hey, if I can love and forgive myself and give myself permission to be who I am, then it's going to be so much easier for me to then be a resource for other people because I'm allowing myself to be in this human experience, not be perfect, and all the things that, you know, that are there. So now I've got the hindsight and, you know, so it's understanding that like the resource, because I do, and you and I talked about it, like my new moon and my new moon and full moon rituals and people love them. And they really, really love them. And I'm like, okay, great. And they move. It's just a way for me to give content, to do something that I enjoy. And I'm becoming, I'm a resource there with those meditations. And that's always been a resource that I brought to my clients. It's always been something I do well. It's been something that people said to me, oh my, like even in my testimonials, the best part were the meditations. So for some of you that are listening, look and see what people compliment you on like, oh, wow, and look at your testimonials, if you have any, and see if people have said this was my favorite part. And maybe when you go, if you're going to update your testimonial questions, you might want to say, tell me what your favorite part was of working with me? Or what was the thing that most surprised you when working with me? And you'll be amazed at the simplest little thing that you thought was no big deal. Someone's coming to you as a resource from just like when I shared like the person that I'm working with for branding said, you have a great reputation. And I was like, yeah, i be mean, hell. Yeah. I've got a great reputation. I would sound like an idiot. You know what I mean? I would have sound. It's like, yeah, I guess I, I mean, I've been around, I haven't disappeared. I haven't walked away. So people are listening and coming and still showing up. So I know I'm doing something right, right. In my Facebook group, there's activity. People are grateful and thankful. So I know that I'm giving, I, I'm, I'm doing good in the world. And I think that that's something that we all get caught up in too, is like, I want to make sure what I'm doing, people are going to, this is funny, that what resources I put out there, that people are going to appreciate it. And that's none of your business. Yeah. They could like it, but some of it might go unappreciated, right? And that I think is tough for a lot of people and holds them back, Um but when you're creating resources, holds them back a bit. I don't know if you want to comment on that. But yeah, like, I
0: mean, actually, too. this whole conversation about resources and, you know, one of the things that I was, that I was struck by the new moon and the full moon things that you're doing. I mean, I just started paying attention to the full moon and new moon, which is, and I'm not, and I don't know, maybe it was because of you. Maybe it was because of that consistent kind of thing that you've been doing. And what I wanted to say about resources just in general is that resources, you know, I'm always talking about creating resources that lead directly to the thing you're gonna launch, let's yeah, say, yeah, but yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. don't think you need to do that. I don't think everything, because I think those, those things that are just like things you're passionate about, things that people really enjoy doing, like for me, it's the white space solution. It's not like necessarily leading to anything and I'm not sure what it's gonna ever lead to, but what it does is it builds that trust, and, it, and it's someone that you that they want to hang out with that they trust is going to give them, you know, something, even if it's not they're not sure necessarily why they're there to begin with. I think that um, having those spaces where you're where you're creating things that are resources for different reasons.
1: You yeah. know what I mean? Well, but then it's taking an inventory of what you created. And I'm just going to bring her up because we both are fans of Danielle Laporte. Danielle Laporte isn't talking about anything new that she didn't talk about before. It just has gotten richer and deeper. And her new book, which I haven't gotten, and I, which I'm like, I want to go and all that, is it's called White Hot Truth, which is what her website used to be and what her business was. And I love it. It wasn't recreating the wheel. And she just is more of herself. And I, when I saw the title of the book, I was just like, Whoa, that's genius. And I know that she has a team of amazing people who would love her, who who have made her work available in a way that that they took it to a whole nother level, right? It, it, and the same with any of these is there's a team of people and money spent And, yes, she did her magazine that then didn't happen and spent multi-six figures on wanting to get off the the ground. And and I think it's really important that to go back and do an inventory. And those of you that have been doing it for a while or even a couple years or a year is – I don't always look at what I've created or wrote. I don't look back on it. And when I look back at the things that I've created, I mean, with my team, I'm like, do we have anything else to give them? Do we have anything else to offer? Like, what's there? And I, you know, and, and I've got to look and go, okay, like I said, the love and forgiveness challenge, where can that go? And, and something that I recently learned, which I think might be helpful for everyone, I love to create content. Okay. Like, I, and hopefully those of you that are listening do too. Um, I really love creating content. That's my favorite thing to do. I could do that always. Like, I'm like, Oh, you need me to shoot a video do an audio? No problem. Right. Like I don't need a lot of prep. Um, I can just do it. I go on. And it's just always been something that I was com- I'm comfortable doing when it comes to writing. That is where like, I th- was like my bigger growth period, so to speak. So when you're looking at um, this, the inventory, this inventory, yeah, so this inventory doing content. the inventory to look what's there, because it's not that you because one of the big mistakes is recreating the wheel and look back at what you've done. Like I have a bunch of things that I've taken off the shelf that I have to look at and go, OK, how do I rework that? What do I do? Or I need other people to look at it. And that's the thing is whether it's your mastermind buddies or you hire someone eventually, you know, that then can look at it differently and go, wait a minute, this is golden. Um, Oh, this was the thing I wanted to say that I I just, I just got back on to the point I was making is when you're creating resources, make them short and sweet. Now I have a new, an ebook that I did, which was coaching secrets revealed, right? Like it's not, it's, it's, it was, it's a fine. It's, it's exactly what it is. Um, so it, it took a series of my interview series from breakthrough to coaching experience. Um, the, I've done it for a few years and we basically transcribed a bunch of interviews. We made a book, we did this whole ebook. I wanted to keep it to like 10 pages. I I don't know. It might think it's a little bit longer. I was like, we got to keep it longer. But I recently learned (laughs) eBooks and those things, look, if it's more than two pages, three pages, it's like, it's, nobody's going to use it. And you've got to make sure that your resources are easy and quick and they get something because each of those resources are going to be moving them forward to where they will go deeper with you. But going deep right away, um, because I looked at it, I was like, whoa, the coaching toolkit, that ad and everything, everybody's totally digging it. And then this other one was doing all right. I mean, it was a beautiful ad. Everything was great, but not converting as much because I'm like, oh, I don't have the time for this book but I have time for a checklist, right? I have time for that little thing. So just note to self, um, I am definitely that person who um, will give too much information, right? Like <laughs> that's that's something I have to learn to edit. I'm married to an editor um, and I have to learn, you know, it, it, it's it's always been a, a space for me to be able to like edit back and, and pull back.
0: Well, I think it also should set people free a little bit and say, okay, what, what kind of short, resource can I provide someone? Is it like a 15 minute video? Is it a couple page PDF? Is it an audio someone can listen to? Now, I know that there are certain different formats, really, you can like with audios, I feel like you can get away with being a little bit longer because people can do other things. Yeah, 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 people can do other things while they're listening to it. But I, I definitely agree with that. And I know that just, you know, the history of the launch toolkit that I first had out. Um, that was a lot of resources and a workbook. Now I just usually promote the workbook and I share that workbook with people. And then I slowly get them into the different pieces of the actual toolkit. Um, so it it definitely gives you a chance to, you know, if you haven't, I mean, first of all, A, you likely have resources you don't even realize you have already. Maybe you've been blogging. If you've been blogging for about a year even, you've got resources. I am sure of it because even after one year of doing that, when it wasn't even super focused on launching, I go back to that stuff now and I'm like, oh wow, I could actually do something with that. And, you know, I agree about Danielle, what you were talking like, the richer and deeper work that she does. Um, she did the same thing with her Firestarter sessions. Yeah. I mean, it was just an ebook it. and then she yeah. should publish it. And she kind of has like a little suite of things of resources surrounding all of those individual products, which I think is amazing. And that's, that's really where it starts is like, what is that core thing you can create? That resource that people can get some help with something. And you know, what's, I think even for, for the creators here, I love creating as well, but I do see a lot of people spending a lot of time creating things and they never finish. So I think if you tell yourself, I've got to create a three-page PDF, it's going to be this, this, and this, we're done. And I think that gives you kind of like a nice little
1: you know, yeah. container to create something in. Well, someone, like I was having my branding session today and they were like, oh, you need to create some kind of manifesto. Like, I think you need a manifesto. And I was like, Yeah. Maybe I'm like, i much rather do a video, right? And I was talking about it. I was like, well, this like I see it and I rather do a short video because that is you you have to also play to your strengths. Yeah. Um absolutely. it isn't about like, oh, I've gotta do what everyone's doing, because like that just that's a phase. That's a growth period, a phase. And I know for me, like I waited a while to have my podcast because I know how much time it takes to do it. And then I just kind of was like, all right, I'm just going to riff. I'm just going to do it. And I'm going imperfect. We're not editing. Like I'm really clear. Like I don't, it doesn't, this is what I'm doing. I want to get the information out and make it quick and dirty. And, um, and we can see like, even, you know, there's people like the thing I think right now is a resource and this, I don't know what you think about this. Somebody else shoot a video and then they turn the video into a podcast and into a blog post. And I think that that's smart, right? Different people talk about it, marketers talk about it. It's like but it's like I just haven't felt comfortable doing that. Like I do my podcast and then I don't turn it into a blog post. I've had this conversation with different people
0: kind of like a, you know, I have a good friend who's a huge who's, who has quite a following on YouTube. And, you know, she, she's all about creating different things in different spaces. But then you see someone like, I love Denise Duffield Thomas, and she does do all the things like her, her blog post isn't, isn't just a transcript. She does do something with it, but it's just the same content repurposed. And I think it's smart not just because different people will find you in different places, but because people just sometimes they're like, I don't have time to read this blog post, but if there's an audio, I'm listening to it. Um, yeah. So I do think it's worthwhile. And honestly, there's there are months when I'm like, you know, I don't really feel like I have the capacity to create new content. So I dig into my past blog. I create my podcast out of one of those posts and I just republish the puppy. The whole blog post. Yeah, I will use that blog post as my script.
1: As your script. And, and then I, you publish I obviously it as a update
0: podcast. it. Yeah, I'll obviously update the actual content in the post. I'm like, okay, I got more to say on this. And then I will just take that old blog post and then republish it at the current date. And actually, wow. that is something that Google likes. Google does like it when you do that, when you update that kind of content.
1: I don't get it. So you're basically taking, I know, anyway. Yeah. But that's cool. Yeah. yeah so no. if I take a post from last year and I yep. just decide to change the date and republish it. Yeah. I mean, it
0: does depend on how you've got your your blog set up. Mine, it's not with dates. So it's like AnsimoyLove.com forward slash nine dash mistakes. Yeah. So I can just republish that every year if I wanted. Yeah. And just change the date change the date. And it doesn't change the URL. It also Google kind of doesn't care. And they actually want you to do that.
1: Oh, that's interesting. Learn something new. I love that. Um, so it's, yeah, I mean, I guess simply, I mean, if we, if we're all able to, and I'm I'm curious to hear what people are going to think, because I know, like, when you know that you're a resource, and maybe some of you are thinking about, you have an idea for a challenge, or you have an idea for something, um, it's really good to test it out. And I'm a big fan of beta. I mean, that's what I did for Um, everything in my business pretty much. Um, but I did it for my superpower challenge. Um, in December, I did it in my Facebook group. I mean, that's the beauty of creating Facebook groups, which are a lot of work to manage. And I know, you know, different people build their businesses and do all of it. Uh, but I tested it out and created and, and did different things. I was like, okay, how do I do it if it's just all going to live in the Facebook group? And I'm now we have Facebook Live. And now we have so many tools available to us. And so I tested it out. And then I was able to look at the content, see where people got stuck. And then I was able to update it. And we're doing it again, which I'm super excited about. Because, yeah, I think at the core of you know, a core of like figuring out like what we're a resource for is a, as overused as the word superpower is just cause I did the branding session. They're like that word. And I was like, uh, I know, but it's fun. And that's why I like it. Um, and I'm going to be okay with it is if we can get to the seed, right? This whole thing that I'm talking about, it being a resource, looking at what the conversation you're part of, um, we're going deep into that, and it's three days. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be serious. But then you can walk away with more of like saying, My superpower is empathy. It's like, Well, let's really look at what it is, right? Like, what is it that you do so naturally and easily? Because then it's going to make it easier for whatever else you're doing, right? Just like we're talking about everyone that we see that we admire, right, none of them are recreating the wheel, whether it's a Jack Canfield, right, a Louise Hay, or any, you know what I'm saying, like the big personal development names, or even the business names. um, They're still themselves. And they're still good at what they're good at. They've only gotten better because they're doing it longer. That's it.
0: Yep. And they didn't, they didn't walk away. Like, what did you say about what did you say about yourself? Like, I just I didn't walk away. You stuck around. I stuck around. I could. I think there's of something to could've. that. I see. I mean, for various reasons, people walk away or leave, whatever their business, and that's all fine. Choices are choices, and you get to make whatever you want. But you know, I do think there's something to building trust, becoming that resource, just by sticking around and keeping at it. And you know, I, I really love this. So tell tell me more about this uh, superpower. Challenge. When is it happening?
1: Yeah, I mean, we're doing it May first, second, and third, and basically we're doing it all in the Facebook group. Super easy peasy, and we're gonna really just it's just simple prompts each day. I'm gonna be in the morning. I'm gonna. I'm going to stream from my car or walking in the walking around my neighborhood because my life's not perfect and my son and my husband. So like I work in the schedule that I can because of my son, just like you, like with with Mila and I'm going to stream in the morning with the theme. There's emails and prompts and it's very simple. It's like answer these questions. That's all answer these questions for yourself. And then I will live stream in the afternoon, and then I do it each day for the three days. And then there's space in between. And then we're doing, uh, we'll be doing a live stream on Friday. That's like a and A and giving them support. So it's just like an easy thing to then go, okay, cool, I did it. It's so done. this is great. I, so I so this is like kind of coming up
0: with that seed of like that what we are, what we're doing, yeah. what, what we're a resource for, so that we can really. Yeah dive in and start helping people and start, you know, I don't want to say serving more people, but you know what I mean? Understanding what you're real, really here for and what you're really good at and how you can really help people.
1: Listen, as you talk about launching, right? It's like you have to make sense of what you're putting out there and what you're doing, the different things like that. And obviously everyone that comes to you or, you know what I'm saying? Or if people are, on, I'm just going to be honest, like you're going on a podcast, you're getting interviewed, somebody's launching. Usually if it's like a guest, usually to some extent it may be connected to something else. And so the cool thing like this year, and I just want to talk about it as a resource and I hope you're okay with this. And, okay. um, because <laughs> I'm again, like, Oh, Yeah, well, no, what I'm saying is, is if, you know, if I was to ask you, what are your resources that you put out there? Like, think about the resources. I mean, I've seen a lot of your launches. One of my favorite things that you did was your video with the Space Needle in Seattle. I love that video. And I'm like, that video needs to be an ad. Like that video is brilliant. Well, Um, we're going
0: to be doing videos soon. So they're going to be more resource related, kind of like, like that kind of videos coming. Which is exciting. I haven't even told so you about it.
1: <laughs> I Well, no, it's, I have a feeling. But what I'm saying is, it's like, if I ask you, what are your resources? What are you bringing to people? I mean, we pretty much have similar stuff that we, that like, yeah. different things that people can get from us, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so for, for me, and I just want to be transparent, it's like, I'm a resource, like the conversation that I'm part of, I'm just going to use this formula, because I feel like that's only fair, um, is... I'm a resource for people who are looking to be a coach or, or create some kind of one-on-one coaching strategy, the way that they're working with people. Cause a lot of the times people don't like the word coach. So it might be something else that you're helping people to do, right. You're in a, you're, you're serving, um, and fill in the blank of what it is, whether it's strategy, whether it's fill in the blank, right. Of those words. And then, um, so to me, it was just looking at, well, what, what is the order of how things go? And so the challenge just made sense because it's it's fun and it's there and it's like I did it and it was like, let's do it again because this is the seed that no matter if anybody moves forward, I mean, that's I think the question of the resources, each thing you give, no matter if that person moves forward with you, you know that there's something like a seed that's been planted, right? You're, something is going to shift for them whether they're going to go with you or they're going to go to someone else. And at the end of the day, I mean, Don't we just want to make a difference in the world?
0: Yeah, absolutely. And what I want to remind people too about resources and worrying about the value and what if people don't appreciate them and some of the other things we've said here that, that can happen or they download and then they don't like go through it or even look at it. The thing about you offering resources beyond it just being a helpful resource is that people felt strongly enough to just download it and so, and I and I don't know if you've had this experience Hillary because I but I have sometimes I'll down I mean not so much anymore but when I was first starting sometimes the act of downloading something yeah. really just kind of said hey I like you and I feel really productive now <laughs>
1: Hello. That's why people buy, used to buy workout DVDs and they yeah. never open them and they buy them every year. They sit on the couch Sometimes, and watch and eat, eat ice cream and watch them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. There you I've go. I've never so, done that. I've never done that either, but I haven't, but I, I'm like, there's better things to watch. But anyway, exactly. my point being is sometimes the act of putting your name and email in and just doing it, yeah, there is going to it's be like a commitment kind of release. for yourself
0: saying, There's yeah, a release. this is what I want. This is what I need. Like it's an acknowledgement of what someone knows that they need, even if they don't take action right away. So don't, don't underestimate the value of even those people who aren't taking action or never clicked the link. Once they once the download link, you can't, all you can do is help them take that first step. And sometimes that first step is just saying, okay, I need help with this.
1: Totally. And and then it's also knowing that like some of your resources might need to be updated or changed and do I mean, because I know for me, it was like, okay, we had to tweak it and do it. And then even with what follows that, which I you know, I mean, it's like, giving a lot of resources. And I think we see it a lot is like, there'll be a challenge and then there may be a bunch of webinars and like it's just people are getting lots of value because you're giving them lots of opportunities to have transformations and i mean transformations that truly something's going to change for them and they're going to go shit if i did excuse me i hope it's okay that i said <laughs> that but if i did, if i can't I really mark this clean really, now if, if i really do this 3 day super this challenge and this thing happened Huh. Well, then after that, right. And I don't know if it's okay for me to share what's coming up, which, cause you're part of it. Then it's doing an interview series, which I know the whole Telesummit interview series is dead quote unquote. But the beauty of it is that it's not dead when it comes to certain topics. Just want to put that out there for everyone. And as a coach, I'm interviewing Anne and um, nine other amazing mentors, coaches, people who don't use that word to share their stories, right? Just like we're doing this so that then you can, and it's themed and we're, we're doing it two people each day. So it's doable. It's not like, there's a hundred people you got to listen to. It's like, yeah, you can listen while you're driving in your car. You can participate in the Facebook group, you can, you know, whatever that is. And and so there's a lot that I've done something again and again. And I don't know if I'm going to do it again. But I know for me, the resource of the three video sideways sales letter thing didn't feel right. And that people still really want to hear other people's stories of how they found their way to be a coach and how did this person do it? Because we all, I know I need models. I want to hear that somebody struggled. I do. I really want to hear that it was hard. I want to hear what they did differently. I want to hear when they went rogue. I want to hear that it's possible to be myself. And, and, and that's the girl you're, you're preaching to the choir
0: right here, because this is exactly what I always talk about with, with, um, you know, as much as I love a lot of the people in the online business space right now just talking about, you know, launching and, you know, making I your know. business better I and know. converting this and that, the truth is I'm I'm standing, I want to stand up for the person who is like, well, I like videos, but... That doesn't, I don't think that's going to work for me doing that way. Like, I want someone to go rogue. I'm all in for for that person who's like, okay, we're going to kind of do a video series, but then we're going to do this, this, and this. Um, and that's the person I want to talk to. That's the, um, yeah. you know, that unique, you know, stop following the checklist to your best business and, and or, or whatever it is you're doing. Um, so I love that.
1: And then it's also, yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is sometimes we go rogue and do it. And then sometimes we learn a big lesson. And I yeah. have a lot of those lessons. Yep. And I know last year we put the challenge and the interview series together and people did one or the other. And there still was great transformations. And that's why it was sep- we separated it this year because I was like, you know what? um, It didn't work, right? And, and it was a five-day challenge. And I really like, to me, give me something in three days, please. Like, give me something I can do. Um, Make it simple. Make it specific. And then, you know, in interview series, it's like, I'm going to put my flip-flops on. I'm going to put my legs up. I'm going to listen. I'm going to dive in. And the cool thing that we're doing, which I really, I didn't even know if I told you, is there's prompts so that you can be listening more effectively. Like, and I know you're really big on, creating a better customer experience, right. Or a better thing of things like that's part of the conversation that you are, you know, getting into. And so that's kind of what I'm looking is like, Hey, let me help you listen so that it's more effective. And then you can kind of be asking these inner questions. So it's not just, you're taking in more information to take in more information. That's not useful. Do you yep. know what I mean? I love so that. I love the other it. thing is when you're a resource, Are you being effective? And I know it's like an old school marketing thing is like, I'm just going to send you emails and go, how was page 49? Did you read it? Those never really worked for me. So that's why I was like, okay, you're going to get this. I'm going to give you these prompts so that you can think about it.
0: As you're listening, as you're going through it. Yeah, Yeah. I I love that. And I can't wait. I can't wait to to see how the, this all plays out. I cannot wait. I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh my goodness! You're like, yeah, me too. Um, can't wait. It's all it's all the calm before the launch. I don't want to say storm, um, well, even though storms can be beautiful and usually are beautiful yeah. to be part of. But anyways, oh my goodness! Well, I know that we could probably keep talking about this, and I think what I want to do is have you come back, and we can actually dive into how it went. I talk about how it went, but also talk about branding as it. Like, I feel like we could have a really good conversation about branding, yeah. um, because all this resource stuff, all this stuff we've been talking about today, it's really the beginning of how you're how you actually create that brand. It's not just about the colors oh, yeah. and the pretty fonts and all that. It's the actions um, that you're taking, and I I just love all this stuff, Hillary.
1: Well, cool. Well, that was a lot. I mean, thank you. I mean, it was fun and easy. And I, it's really cool. Cause I know we did a couple episodes before, you know what I mean? And we're, and like, if people listen, it's going to be like, Oh my God, they sound like babies. Like, you know what I mean? Because it's like over a couple years, you know? So things change <laughs> oh gosh, and I it's know. really cool. Well, it's cool in the sense because for everyone, it's like, you've stuck it out and you're around and everyone that's listening, it's like, it's worth doing. And there will be moments, you know, there's going to be moments where you might question it all. And that's normal. And to right? bring it back so around cool. to Pepsi. Um, I know
0: someone who used to work with them yeah.
1: like in the sales department
0: and they had, you know, they're not every quarter it's growing up, 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 up. There are dips all the time. You know, even with a big corporation like Pepsi. You know, there are definitely gonna be times and I can imagine, anyways, that that's a whole other conversation. But like I, I just think it's it's easy to I don't know, just get discouraged when at this very beginning stage where you're not really quite sure what people are coming to you for. So I, I so appreciate this.
1: Yeah. And then we're going to dive deeper into that with the challenge. And I really hope you guys join us because it doesn't, you don't have to get caught up on the coaching part of it. Um, And then maybe because I know even with Anne, she doesn't use the formal word of coaching, you know? Yeah. Um, and some of them don't use that formal word. And it's just interesting because today we, you know, as we're facilitating and working with people and a lot of times we're working on some other things and it's like, you're, you know, adding this to your business and having this in your business may be really helpful. And, yeah. and it may just be helpful for you because you might just get out of it that you're like, huh, I think I'd like to teach people, AKA coach people to do what I do. Right, like that's what can you could end up going. Wait a minute, oh, I do this thing. Oh, maybe I'm going to teach people to do the system that I do. Yeah, and like that might be something that might be a really great aha to have because it's going to not only give you the confidence, it's going to give you like a direct unfolding to what's next for you.
0: Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm definitely down with that. You know that I'm down with that, and I've actually seen that the. (laughs) <laughs> that and that whole um, working with with people, like physically with people, and also having like online programs, that's definitely my jam. As far as like you know business models and all that go, I wouldn't have it any other way. So I love it. I'm all down for that. <laughs>
1: cool. I'm down.
0: <laughs> I'm down. O P P
1: with O P P.
0: <laughs> all right, Hillary, um, guys. I will make sure to put all of the links in the show notes and just reach out to Hillary. Um, join us over there. I'm gonna join in. I didn't know it was just three days. I can deal with three days. I can do that.
1: See, it's easy. That's the beauty of it. It's that's why. That's why. I, it's like it's an easy thing. It's like boom. easy, peasy. And there's a prep, and we. I just really. Take care of like the before, during, after. You know yep. the container. Yeah. So it's really important. So cool. Well. Okay. Um, awesome. with us. Thank you so much, Anne. It's always like. Awesome pleasure. Oh, amazing. amazing. Thank you. <laughs> <Keep> walking. <laughs> Thank you, Hillary. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Fearless Launching Show. I hope you enjoyed listening to Hillary Rubin. And if you did, well, make sure to head over to ansomorelove.com forward slash 137 to read the show notes as well as to sign up for that superpower challenge. But it's okay. If you don't have time to hop on over to the blog, no worries. All you have to do is is go to annesmorelove.com forward slash superpower dash challenge and you'll be able to sign up for her three-day challenge and I think it's going to be so much fun because I think who doesn't have three days some of these challenges are really long are really intense and I think this is a really great way to give yourself a nice little three-day gift a break from maybe all of the achieving and doing and tasks and to do's that you might have to do. So join us for that. And then also make sure to check out the Breakthrough to Coaching Experience, which is her interview series with coaches in various industries. I'm going to be one of those coaches as well. But you can find links to that, links to just kind of get to know Hillary over on the blog. You can reach that by going to and forward slash 137. Thank you so much for listening this week. And I so look forward to seeing you next week. We're going to be talking to another fearless launcher. Did I mention Hillary is a fearless launcher? Anyways, we're going to be talking to Mandy Jean Bruner of the leather quill shop next week. So I am super excited for that. I will talk to you soon. Take care and have a great rest of your week.